Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, editor and columnist at Heartland College Sports. If you like the show, please consider subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. And make sure you're sending a screenshot of that over to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. And he'll get you one of these Heartland College Sports koozies out in the mail as quickly as he can. We're getting those out every week, so uh, make sure you're sending your screenshots in. We are going to do a, we're going to start a two-week series uh, called Mid-Season All-Transfer Team. We're going to go over the offense this week, uh, and we'll hit defense next week. But this is the time of year where it's time to take stock of what we've seen uh, we'll, we'll do some guys that, uh, you know, just barely missed the list. And then obviously we'll give you a winner for each position. You did not have to transfer this season, uh, to count. And so we can, we can use guys that have transferred at any point in their career. I'm making the rules because this is my show. So that's what we're doing. And, uh, we're just, we're going to jump right in here. Uh, first and foremost, obviously we're, we're starting with quarterback. Um, a guy that, that you could have gone with here, obviously, Shadur Sanders over at Colorado. He's done a fantastic job. Um, he, he's been easily a top 10 quarterback this year. Um, unfortunately, the pieces around him, particularly his offensive line, haven't been able to uh, mesh well enough to keep him upright. As I, I believe he's been sacked more than anybody in the country. Um, but Truly a really, really good season uh, from him to this point. But the guy we're going with is the Heisman front runner, and, and that's Michael Penix out at Washington. Um, I mean, what a season this guy's had so far. Uh, he's passed for 2,300 yards. Uh, he's already got 20 touchdowns through the air on the year, uh, just three interceptions. He's been sacked four times. Uh, but this is a guy that is just doing everything he can to will this Washington team to wins. I mean, it was a big win over Oregon last week. Uh, he looked fantastic in that game, uh, did a really good job of keeping everything in front of him and and uh, keeping his eyes moving down the field. Um, you know, he completed 22-37 for 302 and four touchdowns in that game. He did have one interception, but look, on the biggest stage that they've played in all season against the toughest competition they've played in all season, he was fantastic, uh, did a really good job, and he is my all-transfer quarterback at the midseason. Uh, running back, there were a lot of guys that could make this list. Um, I mean, really, I, I think the easy one for me was, was Ray Davis uh, over at Kentucky. I mean, the guy has had an absolutely nuts season so far. He's rushed for eight touchdowns on the year, which ties a career high. Uh, He's averaging seven yards a carry, also a career high. And he's got 781 yards on the ground this year. Um, That that puts him sixth in the country uh, to this point. And he's just been, he's been really, really good for Kentucky. Uh, And mind you, this is a guy, he spent his first two years at at Temple. Uh, He spent 2021 and 2022 at Vanderbilt, and he's landed with Kentucky. And um, it looks like he's going to absolutely blow his career high out of the water uh, for a single season uh, in rushing, uh, which was last year at Vanderbilt, 1,042 yards. He's, He's just about 200 yards shy. 
uh, are just under 250 yards shy of passing that already. So, um, and on top of that, the the eight touchdowns rushing he's got, he's already got five receiving touchdowns and a career high of 193 yards uh, receiving on the year. So just he, he's turning in a fabulous year, um, and, and that's who we're going with our RB1. RB2 is going to be Panay Boone. Uh, this is a guy that transferred over from Maryland to Toledo. He has 792 rushing yards on the season, which puts him third among all running backs. Um, he's also got eight rushing touchdowns on the year and has been a really, really big part of what Toledo does offensively. Uh, Toledo is 6-1 and one on the year, their lone loss coming at Illinois uh, in week one. Let's jump over to wide receiver. Uh, first guy, th- this one doesn't need any inter- introduction. Keon Coleman, we all know who he is. Uh, former Michigan State wide receiver who came over to uh, Florida State and has just had a fantastic year so far. Um, essentially, if if Florida State needs a big play, they they go to Keon Coleman. If if they need a big play through the air, that's who they're looking at. He's he he leads the team with seven receiving touchdowns. He's got twenty nine receptions for four hundred and eighteen yards. He's averaging 14 and a half yards per reception on the year. And uh, he's coming off an absolutely monster game against Syracuse. Had 140 yards on nine receptions uh, and a touchdown in that game. This guy, when Florida State's needed it, he's been unstoppable. If you remember back uh, to the first game of the year uh, against LSU, he had nine receptions for 122 in that game and three touchdowns. Um, so this is this is a guy that's – there's not very many wide receivers out there that have had a better year than him, and, and he's obviously one of the better uh, transfer wide receivers for that matter. And so we're going with him as wide receiver one. Wide receiver two on this list is Jamari Thrash. Uh, this is uh, Louisville's leading receiver on the year. He spent four years at Georgia State. Um and has has come over and done a really really good job uh, at Louisville. He's got 39 receptions for 639 yards, um, and he's got 16. He's averaging 16.4 yards per catch uh, and six touchdowns on the year. Um, I mean, look, it, it, the speed is the is the name of the game with this guy, and. There's there's not very many guys out there that have done a better job than him uh, creating space with that speed. He's helped Louisville get to where they are at this point, and that's that's being a contender for um, for the ACC title this year. Now the loss against uh, Pitt certainly hurt last week, but you know when, when you look at what Louisville's got in front of them, they've still got all the opportunities uh, in the world to make things happen there. And, and last week he had nine receptions for 120 yards against Pitt. So he, he did his part. Um, his defense, unfortunately, gave up 38 points to a two and to a one and four Pitt team at that point. So um, need to get some things figured out defensively. But Jamari Thrash is is doing everything he can on the offensive side of the ball to help Louisville along there. So um, congratulations to him for making uh, the prestigious midseason All Transfer Team for for. Uh, the portal podcast here. All right. Our last pet pass catcher of the day 
goes to tight the tight end position and I mean this is the most underrated position in sports in my opinion uh and uh we're going with Dallin Holker uh this is this is the big tight end out of Colorado State he spent the last 3 seasons at BYU a ram there receiving for six touchdowns, he's averaging twelve point seven a catch. Uh, this is a guy that that they not only go to in the red zone, but obviously, um, you know, any point on the field, this is somebody that they're looking at. Um, and so, uh, Dallin Holker is our is our number one tight end for for the all transfer team at the midseason. All right, let's talk offensive line. Um, there's a, there's a little less there's a little less uh, that goes into picking offensive linemen because uh, let's be honest, I I don't have time to sit and watch every offensive lineman in the country. But from what I have seen, uh, there were a few pretty easy choices on this list. Uh, the first of which is Ladarius Henderson, big offensive tackle out of Michigan. He's looked really, really good. Uh, he transferred in from from Arizona State and has helped them out tremendously. And uh, that's that's a pretty easy pick for me. Another really easy one here is Matt Lee, uh, center that transferred from UCF last season over to Miami. Um, Miami had some big problems on the interior of the offensive line last year. They couldn't run the ball the way that they wanted to. Uh, and he and, and uh, Javion Cohen, another transfer over from, from uh, Alabama over to Miami, has really helped them sure things up there. Uh, shore things up there in the middle. And so Matt Lee is is going to be our, our second offensive lineman. Uh, we're going to go uh, Johnny Cornelius from Rhode Island over to Oregon now. He's an Oregon Duck and has done a really, really good job in helping them at tackle. Uh, this was a guy that in the transfer, as soon as he hit the transfer portal, everybody knew uh, that they wanted him. He lands at Oregon. 6'4", 315 pounds. Uh, this is the guy that's going to end up playing uh, a lot of football at the next level. Uh, definitely one of one of the uh, bigger gets in the transfer portal this past cycle, and he has certainly helped keep Bo Nix clean, and that's exactly what you've got to do in that offense. And so uh, Johnny Cornelius is another easy pick for us. All right, let's go over to Walter Rouse. The left tackle at Oklahoma, uh, Rouse has been a really, really big get for for Bill Bedenboe and the Oklahoma offense. Uh, just simply replacing a guy uh, like Anton Harrison, who who went in the first round last year, uh, it's not easy to do. And Rouse has made that transition, and as seamless as you could expect. Um, big play two weeks ago against Texas, the the winning touchdown. Uh, reception by Nick Anderson doesn't happen if Walter Rouse doesn't pick up not just one, but two uh, guys coming after Dylan Gabriel. That's right. He blocked two guys, same time, one with each arm uh, on that play to make it happen. And so those are the kinds of things that are going to land you on the list uh, for, for, for me. And, and that's a, that's a big play from him. Um, just some, something you've got to go and watch if you didn't miss, if you missed it. And then the last guy we're going to touch here is, uh, touch on here is, is Drake Nugent, uh, from Michigan. Uh, again, Michigan is, is likely looking at, 
they're uh, how many is it the third time in a row they're trying to win the Joe Moore award they've been fantastic um for years there and Michigan went out and got Drake Nugent who was uh, a, a teammate of Rouse's at Stanford um he's now at Michigan and and has done a really good job helping fill uh fill in the gaps for them and so that is your second Michigan Wolverine on this list uh joining Ladarius Henderson uh as guys on the all transfer team for the offensive line now let's let's finish up the day here with uh some some studs and duds from from week 6 or excuse me from week 7 um you know lots of really good football last week uh obviously we we talked about uh what Michael Penix did at uh against Oregon there and looked really really good um just a fantastic game from him on the flip side on a dud I never I never thought that I would be saying this but uh Caleb Williams Caleb Williams lands on on the dead list for us this week. Uh, goes to Notre Dame, and uh, I mean for for a guy that was the favorite to win the Heisman coming into the game, he, he laid an egg. Uh, he throws for 199 yards, a touchdown, and a career high three interceptions. I mean, look, he he had three interceptions all season last year, three in a game. We had three in a game. He was sacked six times, hit a QBR of 55.7, which without looking, I would imagine that is uh, a career low for a game for him. And and USC gets blown out 48 to 20. Uh, you know, this, this is coming off of a triple overtime win against Arizona. Uh, this is the third time in a row, uh, excuse me, uh, yes, the third time in a row that they've given up over 40 points. And so obviously, Caleb Williams doesn't play defense, but uh, you got to score more than 20 points if you're the USC offense because right now uh, they're not stopping anybody. And so Caleb Williams lands on the dead list for me this week, which again is just crazy that I'm even saying that. Um, Devon Tez Walker or Tez Walker, who was reinstated, was able to uh, play after the NCAA allowed him to do so. He is going to be our stud for the night. He put up a huge stat line um, against Miami and a huge win. 41-31 was the final there. They got him the ball six times through the air for 132 yards, which comes out to 22 yards of reception if you're counting, and three touchdowns in the game. And so... um you know, obviously a big gift for them to get him back, but giving Drake May a guy like that to get the ball to downfield is going to change the dynamic of their entire offense. And and it did against Miami. Uh, six catches, 132 yards, three touchdowns. You, sir, are the stud for the day uh, on our list here. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for, for checking in and, and checking out the podcast. And, and if you guys like the show again just just consider subscribing leaving a five-star rating and review over there on itunes and we'll get you one of these koozies out in the mail as quickly as possible i'm brian clinton and we'll catch you next time out here in the portal